Hello and a very warm welcome back to Widowed AF. You're here with Rosie Gilmoss and... Jonathan Gilmoss. And we are talking to you fresh back from a mini break in Amsterdam. So we are relaxed, restored, feeling quite good. And then suddenly, oh yeah, no, back in two half term. (laughs) (laughs) I, I jest, I jest. Of course, it's a delight, all of it. Um, so we are actually recording this the day before it goes out, which is, we're back in the, um, what do you call it? The, the rhythm, the rhythm that we like. So I like <laughs> cadence, cadence. That's it. Thank you. That sounds less rude. So we like to record this on a Thursday. So it's fairly current and we can kind of put as much, um, recent information in <laughs> people are that interested in our lives. I don't know. <laughs> um, but we've been a bit off track with recording and things, so it's nice to be kind of feel a little bit more back in control. Yeah. Uh, so, um, firstly, we're just going to reflect back on Melita Honeycups episode. So she uh, is a Hungarian living in Spain, and she's kind of hella sexy. She does burlesque, and she's. Oh, just she's an athlete in her field, you know, the sort of acro aerodynamic type burlesque. I mean, I, I don't, I, with the hoop, aerial, yeah, but not the mermaid. Um, and she's she's amazing, but it was a real stark insight into the realities of being an unmarried widow in a society that is still pretty patriarchal, um, in Spain and the complexities around that um and the, the in-laws i mean <laughs> yeah so i'm I'm not going to give you too much away because I, I think that you should go and listen to it actually but it was there was a few aspects in it that i kind of related to or felt that were important that we discussed today um and it's things like she says, which I think was a brilliant quote. What was that noise? <laughs> that was my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> she says that she has always been on the sexy side of life, which I think is quite a nice way to describe it. And she just says, you know, how am I going to be sexy now? And I just, I wrote it down at the time because I thought, yeah, I remember that. That sort of, the word widow does not conjure up unless... You're going straight to Scarlett Johansson. It doesn't conjure up the image of a sort of sexy, young, vibrant woman. You think of, you know, decrepit, old, old black, cursing yeah. people, shouting at cats. So. Yeah, I think we might have to just re-record that because I think you just said old black people shouting at cats. I went dressed in black. <laughs> <laughs> We did not bring anything back from Amsterdam. This is just um, just the life in our in our world. Um, but yes, sorry, I, I digress. I, I definitely um, felt that I was never going to be sort of considered sexy again, and thankfully it, it proved un, untrue. Um, but when we were away, I took a picture of what I envisaged, and I think it probably was a widow's walk because you could see out to the the sea and I, they, they were 
in Victorian buildings sometimes in the seaside and they're these beautiful glass sort of, um, I don't know what the word is, hexagon sort of shape. <laughs> oh my gosh. I might put a picture on Instagram. Um, and I took a picture of one in Holland because it just, that's sort of what I felt was expected of me. Not to literally walk around in a circle, but that that's what, if your love was lost at sea, that you did, you waited for them. You waited. Come. You waited, yeah. 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 And she talks about, you know, because she, she got into a relationship with one of Geordie's friends um, about six months after he died, which is probably quite a natural progression often because you know them, they're safe. Yeah. Um, but one thing she also talks about is you know, when a relationship breaks, and if you are kind of brave enough to get into a relationship post being widowed and that, and you introduce your children or your child, or you just open up your heart if it goes wrong, it can be really devastating. Mm. Yeah, it can. Yeah, it's something we talked about a lot and before we kind of decided to make this a thing. Yeah. Was obviously the impact on the kids, but also we had to be fairly certain about each other before we made it serious. Yeah, and we always said if, if, if it didn't work for the kids, it didn't work for us, and we sort of stuck by that. Yeah. I don't know if they'd get so much of a say nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we're past that particular row now. Row that you know one of us has denied a crop top or something. Yeah, but it, it, it comes around to when you're ready to take a, that risk, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could go wrong. It could also go really right again. Yeah, it could. In fact, um, Sarah Swainson, who is no longer called Sarah Swainson, but I can't remember what her new surname is, um, she got married um, this week and I saw some beautiful pictures of her on uh facebook and it was just so lovely it's maybe go all oh, goosebumpy because <laughs> sarah for those of you who, who don't remember because i know there's been a rather a lot of guests um she came on and spoke really really eloquently about living with somebody in active addiction in a way that we've not really had up until that point mm. and seeing it from the other side really um i, I had it was one of the, one of the episodes we had a lot of feedback from so Congratulations, Sarah. I will look at my phone after this and find out your new surname. <laughs> Congratulations. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you look beautiful. I've got a guest on tomorrow who I messaged some time ago because um, quite a few of our guests now have been, I'm, I'm afraid, waiting for some time because we, we, we were rather inundated. But I said to her, oh, I, I've just noticed that you live in Westmoreland where I live. And she said, oh, I assumed you were one of those Cornwall mums. I was like, well, you know, Breton Stripes and Jules Wellies on the beach. And she said, yeah. And I was like, interesting that I give that vibe. <laughs> so she's she's coming, um, well, she's not, she's not actually coming into the studio to record despite living in the same town, um, just because I want to be able to use video. We, we haven't quite cracked that person to person yet. No, not yet. It, uh, it's close. It's very, very close. It's tech supports role that. Don't look like I've just. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wait for the next part. Yeah. You don't want me doing it. <laughs> um, I am having a meeting on Monday with a lady about um, who has arranged festivals locally about the logistics of Woodstock. So I'm really hoping by next Friday to have a little bit more confirmation for you with regards if nothing else a date yeah because i know what the summer's like especially um those of you who've got kids it just flies by or takes a million years one or the other but um 
the the holding date that I'm sticking to at the moment is the 31st of August because it's a bank holiday, I think. It normally is. Um, weekend, which will give you guys a little longer to recover should you need it or to travel. Anyway, that's um, in the inner workings of my head. We're also really, really close to having our new logo, which even if I say my, so, so myself is really cool. And so I'm excited to share that with you, but I'm also not going to until it's ready. Ask <laughs> <laughs> um, else we, we got to talk about this week we're having a halloween party aren't we we've, we're having a party on saturday night we well are, yeah. so i say saturday night it's uh very strictly says on on the invitation five till 10 p.m <laughs> and at that point all music will cease yes. <laughs> all guests will be removed right the lights well the lights won't come on because we're not it's um, where we put yeah. marquee in the garden we're not doing it in our house we're not mental um so i have basically i saw i was influenced by an advert for some cowboy boots that were silver and over the knee. They weren't expensive. They're definitely China's finest. But um, I based my entire outfit around these boots and then have forced the entire family to buy into the theme. So I will try and get photographs. Let's be honest here. This is ADHD we're talking about. She saw the boots when they're having a party. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This true. is what this is what we live with. This is what we live with. But it's going to be good fun. Um, this is um, what ADHD is bringing to the world, though. This is we bring spontaneity yeah. and fun. And we're going to be a little spaceman alien family. Yeah, it's the boys have all opted for uh, astronauts, and the girls mainly because I allowed slightly skimpier stuff than usual because they're wearing like alien suits as well. Um, they are heavily into their what are the things the boppers little boppers alien boppers yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. I mean I've totally done it just for a photo you can guarantee I'm not going to get one but it it, with the thought and the intent was there so at the beginning I mentioned briefly that we'd been away um to the Netherlands to Amsterdam and it was actually really cool we went on the Eurostar which apparently I have been on my mum um my mum assures me but I I don't remember um and it was actually a really, really straightforward process. You yeah. still have to go through the security, but you have to go through twice. And double passports. Yeah, double passports, because you've got to go through, because we're not in Europe anymore, are we? Into France. Yeah, I, I found that very, very difficult to understand. I basically put my entire faith into John and Google Maps throughout three days. Didn't so, always work out that, did it? Well, I was just going to say, don't bother asking us what we did there, because... The answer is walked around <laughs> a lot in the rain, lost. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a great time doing just that. It, yeah. We um, we often end up just walking around in cities if we go on a city break. And I do think it's a great way to see a city. Um, and there is nobody else that I'd rather eat chips in the rain with, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> but I did feel really vindicated because I bought myself quite a... a extravagant is a little more than your average price raincoats and promising that price per wear it was going to be the best value item of clothing <laughs> I wore I've ever bought and I think it's going to earn its money back because it was absolutely brilliant and I was in a hoodie you wore a hoodie for the whole time I think the um the 
the reception staff at the hotel just could not figure us out at all. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with Amazon is easy to get a cab from your hotel, but getting one back, forget it about it. Oh my gosh. Because, yeah, because it's, it's all cycling in, in, in Amsterdam. And we were a bit, I suppose we were a bit around. We didn't use the trams or the metro because... I don't know, we just kind of went away to abdicate all responsibility. Like my phone's been on Do Not Disturb, which it never is. And I still, you know, obviously my mum could get through, everybody who was looking after the kids could get through. But um, it was quite liberating to just not have plans, not have a schedule, not have any demands. And I feel, um, I often feel guilty saying this, because it sounds like I feel like my my kids, my life places a lot of demand on me. Um, But it does, it does. And we had um, actually had a really nice message from Lulu because she started off with one of the kids and ended up with them all in the end, just just for one night. And she sent a message just saying how, um, a how how well we've done because they're really awesome kids, which is always nice to hear. It is. Um, but b that she's just said it. It really is a lot of work, isn't it? And I never want to feel that way about them, but particularly while they're young. And particularly if you've got a bit of the neurospices and you find um, constant noise and demand quite challenging, mm. it is. I just, for me, it's mealtime. I just, oh, make, making dinner. And then in the, some, in the holidays, you have to do it at lunchtime as well. You have to feed them three times a day, John. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so boring. Unless I forget snacks. Oh, the snacks. The oh. snacks. The, the, the snacks that I put out of reach, so now they drag across the kitchen floor or a stool and just get up and get the snacks. So I don't know why I don't move them down. I think I just like the fact they have to put a bit of effort in. Yeah, it's not as, they don't go as many times. Yeah, because it involves a bit of effort. Mm. But we've, yeah, we've, um, we, we have been away a lot this, this year. We've been lucky. We've, we've, um, we have had some trips away and we've been very fortunate to do so. But what we hadn't managed to do really was have anything more than one night away together. And one night is nice, but it is not enough time to completely recharge. And the one thing, not, not the best thing about this world, but one thing was I slept through the night, which I haven't done for months. And I slept back home last night all the way through. So I don't know whether just a change of scenery kind of broke the cycle or whether the HRT's working and I'm no longer kind of being woken with the night sweats. I don't know, but I feel hopefully. better. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's it should be sort of working now. So um it'll be interesting to see because this time of the month is usually when I'm prone to um a bit more of a struggle. Um and I'm feeling all right at the moment. But I, I just, a friend just sent me an Instagram uh, video of um, Vicky Patterson, it is. She, I think she was on Geordie Shore. And she's quite an advocate for, um, or a, a spokesperson for PMDD. She's like the divina of, men, of menopause. And a friend sent me a clip and it made me cry because the way she described it was just exactly like I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's, she talks about it like you it's like sand, you create this sandcastle of um, coping strategies. So you do the running, the ice baths, the yoga, meditation, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then once a month, somebody just comes and kicks your sandcastle down and all you feel is hopelessness and despair. And you just think, why? 
Um, and the fact that this condition just, I didn't even know it existed and so many other people don't. So I think I might share this, um, this uh, link to this Instagram because it is really, really moving the way she talks about it. Um, and fair play to her for using her, her platform to, to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need more, more people raising awareness of things. Because they're not particularly sexy subjects, menopause and, you know, and PMDD. You know, they're not nice, ladylike, you know, fluffy things to talk about. They, menopause traditionally has been, <clears throat> excuse me, um, just kind of swept under the carpet as something that women endure because... Um, it's it, we weren't supposed to live this long, basically. When with and it can leave you feeling, even being on the cusp of sort of perimenopause, like a bit of a washed up old prune. But I feel like I've been given a little bit of a lease of life back. Maybe I feel a bit more, more like myself. I've got much more energy. Which you you would say there's a difference. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big difference. Yeah. 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 Big big difference. Oh, and do you know what? I took the couple of the kids out today to the park and um. Hector just completely out of the blue just went to me, Mum, you're a really brilliant mum, you know that. And I was like, oh, thanks, mate. I said, I, I do my best. I'm not perfect, but I try. And he was like, we don't need you to be perfect. But just so you know, you're, you are really good at your job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just killed it at the end there, kid. Just killed it at the end. <laughs> but that was my reason for mentioning that is uh, on one of my little tangents. But... Um, you at the moment may be uh, parenting small children and whether or not you are widowed, they can be kind of ungrateful little shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you can feel like you're pouring all this love, particularly if you are grieving yourself. And I can still remember one of mine and I won't blame them for their own privacy, but one of them saying to me, I wish that you had died instead. And my reply, I think, was, so do I, so do I. That's an easy answer though, isn't it? That yeah. One? But it was so hurtful. and But now I have my eldest child who has thanked me for how I raised them through it. And and they do appreciate it in the end, is what I'm trying to say, I guess. You you do reap the reward of the love that you pour into them. Yeah. It, it just feels like a, a relentless one-way street sometimes. Um, but then they, they change and they acknowledge what you've done. And I think perhaps... The more they learn about the world, the more they realise, okay, wow, yeah, that must have taken some effort. Mm. But that said, it was quite nice to have a little break. And I remember my parents, they used to go on, on breaks. Um, my dad worked abroad quite a lot. Sometimes mum would fly out to meet him. So I kind of grew up in a house where it was normal for your parents to have time together. Um, and it's something that Ben and I did did try and do. Um, the the, the Thing is, you the time away you can spend sort of grows as well because when they're really little, you 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 don't go for more than one night, and then you've got one hour sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And then it's you know maybe you manage him. We we just just up to three. We managed three a couple of times, haven't we? Yeah. And um and actually, I think it was Louise Louise Dodds who's on uh, Monday. Monday. Yep. I think she commented that she'd just managed two weeks with her alive partner, and I thought, oh God. God. Two, two weeks, what weeks. do we do? <laughs> Where do you go? <laughs> I know. So one day, yes, one day. But um, I think I'd settle for like three nights once a year, just for now, just while they're little and mm. they need us. And, and it is complicated because 
all of our friends really have got children. So if you ask them to look after four children plus their own, it's that's a lot of kids. Um, our auntie Lulu came to, our, you know, immediately came to help. She's as always superstar. And, um, and my mum and dad had the boys and Holly spent some time with her maternal grandma, which was nice. So mm. it, it actually gave them all that kind of, when you're in a big family, you don't often get much time, just you and a grown up or you and a one sibling. Yeah. So I think, um, I think it's important to do that as well. And actually we've got Holly off next week, but the rest are all at school. So we're going to try and just arrange a couple of things just to make her feel a bit special. Yeah. Not shopping. Not shopping. Not <laughs> shopping. Not shopping. We're going nowhere near Bluewood. Um, so on that note, um, I think we'll love you and leave you. Um, we will share some um, footage of the party and um, hopefully <laughs> the boots don't disintegrate before the evening ends because <laughs> 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 I don't know what they're made of, but it certainly isn't the leather it said on the description. <laughs> um, so have a wonderful week, everybody, and take good care of yourselves. And yeah, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs>